Welcome to the Dag Heward Mills podcast. Dag Heward Mills podcast is a broadcast outreach of Dag Heward Mills Ministries, which has the duty to bring you the very best from the vast teaching archive of healing evangelist, best-selling author, and megachurch pastor, Dag Heward Mills. Welcome to our message this Monday. Today, Bishop Dag will bring the series on a great door to a powerful conclusion. In today's message, Bishop Dag will bring the series on an open door to a powerful conclusion by teaching you four ways that you can overcome and fight back the last adversary, which is the devil. I'm sure if you were anything like me, you have enjoyed this series immensely and have learned so much wisdom on how you can make the most of your God-given opportunities that come in the form of an open door. Today you will gain wisdom that will cause the enemy to loosen his hold on you and to lose all control over your life and ministry. Everybody standing, lift your hands. Thank the Lord. God is fighting for us. Lift your hands. Your enemies are defeated. They are bowing down. They are bowing down. Whatever is fighting you is bowing down. It's bowing down. Father, we thank you for your great power that you have taken in our midst we are grateful for the opportunity to be in your presence this afternoon once again thank you for blessing us every time we come into your presence we give you thanks and we give you praise thank you for this square where we have been able to take refuge during this pandemic to enjoy fresh air and sunshine. Thank you for your blessing on everyone who comes and for your blessing for everyone who watches and who is part of us online and by television. Thank you for your presence in our lives. We are only depending on you, Lord, for your guidance is all that we need. Thank you today during this offering time. Thank you that there will be much miracle power and much power available to help every one of us in financial things as well. We give you thanks and we give you praise in Jesus' name. And everyone said, Amen. God bless you. You may be seated. I hope it's okay if I wear my hat. Because I can see many of you are wearing your hats and having your umbrellas. Is it fantastic? Now, today I want us all to listen carefully to one of the most important things you must ever hear, especially for traditional Christians. You know, when we speak of the power, of God we often think of miracles of healing 
or people falling down when they are prayed for. And maybe we also think of, I don't know whether we think of the sun, the moon, and the stars, or I don't know what signs in the skies. You know, but I want you to know something that there is great power available and involved when it comes to finances. There is power. Now, in John chapter 6, everybody say, power is available for my finances. Say it again. Say the power of God will make a difference in my finances. Amen. So power, that's the theme for today. Power is what? Available for my finances. Power. Now, when Jesus lifted up his eyes, all right, he saw a great company. Now, the Bible says a great multitude followed him because they saw his miracles, which he did on them that were diseased. So, power was for those who were diseased. There was power in that realm. No doubt about it. So, Jesus Christ, okay, did miracles on those that were diseased and people saw it and followed him for that. But he was about to do something and their reaction was going to be even different. The Bible says that he asked Philip, where shall we buy bread that these may eat? So it's not that they didn't even have money, but even where to buy. So Everyone here who is looking for money to buy something, you get it? And doesn't even know how you will go somewhere to buy the something. Today, power is available for your finances. Now, this he said to prove him, for he himself knew what he would do. Now, I want you to know that one of the areas where God tests us, that you see that God is testing you, is in the area of money. It is only in Malachi where he said, bring the tithes and prove me whether I will not pour you out a blessing. Now, Jesus, who is the image of God, is standing before Philip to prove him. And test him when it comes to money and financial things. So God is proving us as we speak. Now, he said 200 penny worth of bread is not sufficient for them. But every one of them should take a little. And Andrew said, there is a lad here which has five barley loaves. And two small fishes. But what are they among so many? 
And Jesus said, make the men sit down. And he took the loaves. And when he had given thanks, power became available for his finances. Power became available for every financial issue. Because this bread was about money. And this is the largest amount of money you hear mentioned in the ministry of Jesus Christ. 200 penny worth. Yeah. It's the largest amount needed ever in the ministry of Jesus to feed 5,000 people. Now, when they distributed them, all right, Jesus said, gather up the crumbs. And they were gathered them together and filled 12 baskets with the fragments of the five loaves. 12 baskets of five loaves. You know, you understand. 12 baskets were left of five loaves. So God is going to supply your, your needs and you will not know what, which one to eat. Which one to choose. Which car to drive. Which television to watch. Which house to live in. Receive it in Jesus name. Now, then those men, when they had seen the miracle that Jesus did, said, this is of a truth. That prophet that should come into the world. So, through the financial miracle, they realized that there was a prophet in town. So, one of the things that a prophet does is that he helps you and causes you to see financial gain and financial solvency and financial stability, if you care to listen. God does not choose angels to lead men. Why? Perhaps one of the reasons is that angels are not experiencing what we are experiencing. So he puts somebody who is equally suffering, okay, and equally struggling and anoints the person to stay in the midst of fellow strugglers and be speaking the words of God. Are you with me? This is his style. And that makes you require faith because you see that the person is just like you as a struggler like you you know his origins and his beginnings and his endings maybe you don't know his ending but you know his origins is this not joseph's son do you see i don't know why god does that when the angel came to cornelius well, you remember Cornelius who was giving offerings, alms to the poor and alms to God. An angel appeared to him. But the angel was not allowed to tell him the truth. The angel, I mean, here is Cornelius and here is the angel. Angel, you are not allowed to speak. 
the angel was only allowed to point to Peter and tell Cornelius or uh, yeah, is that his name? Cornelius? To go and get sent for Peter. He's in Joppa, which is Tel Aviv. Go and get Peter. I can't preach to you. I'm not an example. And I'm not uh, humble enough. I'm not humble. I'm not low enough to be used by God. (laughs) I just saw some cool air. (laughs) Are you listening? God doesn't use angels because angels are not low enough. Because they are so high, you you immediately believe them. He must use somebody who is low. Just like you. You know you are low. So he gets a fellow low man and speaks to you. That makes you need faith. Hallelujah. Now, the financial miracle realm is so much and so powerful that it will astound you. Now, I want you to be astounded. Do you know the meaning of astound? Check it out. Astound. It's a word. To overwhelm with amazement. You'll be overwhelmed with amazement. To astonish greatly. To shock with wonder or surprise. You'll be shocked soon with wonder and surprise. So you are going to be astounded or overwhelmed with the miracle of God's financial power. Now in John 6 and verse 15, which is the next verse, the Bible says, when Jesus perceived that they would come and take him by force to make him a king. He ran away. He departed again into a mountain himself alone. Nothing affected the people on earth like the financial miracle power of Jesus. That made them say, let's make this man a king. We'll make him our king. And by force, by force, you are our king. You are going to be made our king now. We've seen that when you are king, we will never be hungry. Everything we need, we'll get it. (laughs) Wow. That's the kind of power that Jesus has. So don't restrict yourself to miracles of um, healing. Or maybe dreams and visions. This is what God can do. God can affect the supply that you have. And God can affect your well-being. And make you to not need anything. You'll be walking around. If you trust him, you have more than enough. Even if you can't count it in your account, you see that you have. You see, there are many things that I have that I don't own. 
Do you get what I'm saying? I don't have, I don't own, but I have. Because I don't need to own. I don't need to own for me to have. Oh, you don't understand my English? I'll, I'll give you an example. Shall I give you one example? Look. Do you know that there is a special kebab on this campus called an Akazo kebab? I tell you, I don't want to swear because we are not supposed to swear. But all the kebab that they are making today. It is mine. Look, I can take all. <laughs> yes, I mean, I'm wild. You people don't know I'm wild. <laughs> yeah. Now, who can resist me if I say this kebab is mine? Bring it. Do you know anybody here who can resist? Yeah. <laughs> yes. You can have things even though you don't own them. I'll tell you another powerful miracle. There is an Anakazo Kelewele seller here. All I have to do is to lift my hand like this and say, it is mine. Whatever you make today is mine. I declare it to be mine. She will say what? What would she say? Either yes, you say it's a blessing. <laughs> she said it's a blessing. You don't have to own it to have it. God is going to give you many things in your hands. There's power available. Now, there's a third miracle I want to tell you about. There is a fried yam and pork seller on this campus. You may not know. When I lift my hand and I say fried yam and pork, arrive all. Oh, I want everything that can be fried from now till 9 p.m. I need it for something. Do you think anybody else here will get some? What would they say? It's a blessing. It's a blessing. Kana masota shaba labora mandala bakabazandalaba. Tabora sativa labandala. Cars will be provided for you to drive that you have never bought. Food will be given to you that you've never bought. Chairs will be given to you that you have never bought with money. Things will be handed to you that you have never struggled for. Receive the provision from God and the help from God. Yes. 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 Katola barambola bashandola bakabarandalaba. You know, do you want me to take you to more higher examples? If I, I'll give those ones in private. I can say many, many wow, wow, wow miracles. Yeah. But you know, I want you to know that uh, Jesus, God owns the universe. The whole world is in his hands. And money is also in his hands. But his Christians don't believe, yes, that the money part is also affected by power. Yeah. So may the dust on your feet uh, be miracle dust. May the dust on your feet have a meaning. 
may you walk home with some of the dust on this from this campus to build many many things and never get tired of building and having all that you need even the very great and amazing things from the Lord so brothers and sisters I want to infuse power into your financial situation and anytime there's going to be power there must be giving there must be some giving because giving is like tongues is the doorway to the supernatural when you speak in tongues you've started to do something supernatural when you say katala mashadolaba it's it is it is non-human supernatural when you give it's supernatural because why should you give when you need why should you give to somebody who doesn't need what you are giving him? No, I hope you understand what I say. It doesn't make sense. Why do people give more to someone who has everything and the one who needs is not given to? Giving is a supernatural, superhuman, illogical act. Illogical act. I saw some little documentary were showing that India is making vaccines and giving free. I think we are also having some. I don't know whether ours are part of that free one. I don't know if it's free or it's a loan. It must be a loan because we only have loans. <laughs> oh, it's free, eh? It's free. Yeah. Now, which has 1.2 billion people why would they give some of the vaccines that they also need are you understanding what I'm saying if you look at the needs of India why should India give something they have 1.2 billion people when would they vaccinate even half or even one, 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 one tenth huh America vaccination. I've not heard of America trying to make vaccines for the rest of the world. Ladies and gentlemen, giving is a supernatural act and it leads to many blessings. And so your tithe is your first miracle. Giving starts with tithing. Are you listening to me? I hope you are listening. Never think that God needs you or your tithe. You can be fried tomorrow and you'll be out of this world. That's where you see whether you are, you are needed. How many have noticed that when you don't give, the church moves on and you are sort of a bit surprised that, hey, things are going on. I have not been giving my tithe, but things are going on. Even better. Ha, 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 ha. Giving begins with your tithing and power becomes available. I started paying tithes in secondary school. And I was in secondary school in 1979 when we had the coup d'etat. First time we heard of Rawlings, 1979. I must have started paying tithes around that time. I was in secondary school then. 
That's a long time ago. I've been tithing. Everything I get, tithe, 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 always. If I get a tithe, if I get tithe, if I get tithe, if I get tithe. I've been doing it since maybe from three or from four or from three. Yeah. Anything I get tithe, anything. The only thing I can't tithe is like somebody give me a hat, I can't tithe the hat. I don't know how to tithe it. And I don't want to cut a a percentage of it and give it. But everything I get, tithe, 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 tithe. It opens the door supernaturally to finances being powered. Have you seen that sometimes they are powered by? uh Powered by? Is it a computer that they write powered by? What? Websites. Powered by? Uh-huh. Lift your hand and say, my finances will be powered by the Holy Ghost. Those are the back there. I can't see your hand lifted up. Say, my finances will be powered by the Holy Ghost. Giving starts with tithing. And giving must be a part of your life. If you marry a man who doesn't like giving, get ready for difficulties. Even your marriage will not be nice because small distance you go, where's the receipt? When, when you come back, where's the receipt? Where's the change? How much was it? But why did you buy bread that is five, five, five CDs? Why didn't you buy the one that is four CDs? If I had gone myself, I would have saved one CD. Ah. You realize that it's difficult to stay with somebody who doesn't give. Because there's no happiness. There's no freedom. Yes. To whom much is given, much is required. There are many people here who have never seen 100 CDs before since they were born. They have never seen 100 CDs before. And there are many of us, if 100 CDs was to get missing, you wouldn't notice it. What a difference. Say I receive it. You are one of those who don't notice when 100 CDs disappears. In Jesus' name. I impart power into your finances. Powered by Jesus Christ. Powered by Jesus Christ. I was coming down the road here and somebody shouted, Osikeni, just here. I think it was the first time he had been to this campus. I think maybe they think I own it. But I told you, you can have things you don't own. I don't need to own here. Any room here. If I go and I say, please, from today I'm sleeping here in person or by my ghost. You see who can stay there. Nobody will stay there again. Yes. And what would they say when I come to the room? It's a blessing. It's a blessing. You don't need to own it to be blessed. It is yours. 
I see so many things being given to some people today in the name of Jesus. I feel, I feel things are being given to you in the name of Jesus Christ. God is going to put you in a car. When you arrive somewhere, people will think you are, are you, are you the, uh, uh, are you the minister of, uh, minister of moon and stars or whatever. So I'm not any minister of moon and any stars. I'm just, I'm moving around in my life. Receive it in Jesus name. Your finances are declared to be powered by Jesus Christ from today. Powered by Jesus Christ. When they were eating the bread, 5,000 people, it was powered by Jesus Christ himself. Powered by Jesus. What? Powered by Jesus. Powered by Jesus. You'll be flying on planes and people will see you sitting in the front. People will see you sitting with I don't know, whatever, and they'll be wondering, how did you get here? You just smile and say, powered by Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Powered by Jesus. Turn to somebody sitting by you. Don't seem excited that you are an unbeliever, you see. Are you an unbeliever? I feel my finances are being powered by God, powered by Jesus, powered by the Holy Ghost, powered by the power of God. Now, let let me tell you something. Shall I tell you something before I sit down? Recently, a brother came to see me and he told me, he said, Bishop, when I was in school, I went to see a juju man. I said, where? He told me some part of Ghana. Yes. No, 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 no. It was an Akan speaking area. Yes. I know some of you may be thinking that it's from another area. It was an Akan speaking area. I don't remember the exact name. He told me, we'll go at 1 a.m. And we meet the juju man in the cemetery. Yes. And I said, what, you and who? He said, oh, all of us who are going for powers. I said, powered by Jesus, not powered by juju. And he said, everybody has to take off his clothes. Everybody is naked like a banana. Men, women children, everybody. And we stand in one line. He says some were uh, for business. Some was, they were drug cocaine smugglers so that when they go there, people don't, immigration don't see. Some were for exams. Some were for politics, for elections. Some were for uh, business. Different things. They were all there. I'm I'm robbers too. Yes. No, I can call him up upstage right now because I'm sure he's here. I don't, don't come, please. I don't want you to come. Yeah. I can call him upstage. Let me tell you, if you are a Guinean or any Nian, any Nian anywhere, eh? <laughs> people are not doing things without power. Oh. So you sit there and don't deploy the power of Jesus Christ. Oh. People are not neutral. Oh. People are not... As they are, they are having elections, people are not just going without power. People are using power. People who you see sitting at work, they have a cowrie 
in their pocket they have beads they have different things they are using even exams when i was in medical school there was a guy in front of me you know my name is h h so we are arranged e f g h so the person before me he was always in every exam and before he enters the room for the oral exam there's a door he will shake his head then he will say some words so one day I asked him what, what are you saying what do you say before you, you go in then he actually told me he said shh baby come on cut the gamali 20 I said what Gamalin 20. Gamalin 20, that is an insecticide or whatever, I don't know, to put into the eyes of the uh, uh, examiners. Hey! From that day, I began to speak my tongues louder and stronger. There is no neutral person doing anything. People are using their various powers that they have. Powered by Gamalin 20. Do you remember Gamalin 20? There was a, is it a spray? Cocoa spray. Yes, to kill uh, Akati. So he was using Gamalin 20 on the examiners. And I remember biochemistry, it was a white man who was examined. He poured the Gamalin 20 on the guy and went inside. <laughs> hey! Rise up and use the power of God in every area of your life. Don't sit there and let people use power when you have the greatest power of all at your disposal. Hallelujah. Lift your hand and let me pray with you. Father, may our money matters not be neutral anymore. But may they be powered by the power of God. Let the power of Jesus Christ affect everything to do with us financially from today I thank you for the smallest to the biggest to whom much is given to whom little is given to whom whatever has been given it shall be required I thank you for your blessing for everyone watching by television those here all who are part of this family let our finances be empowered by Jesus Christ savior of the world I thank you there shall be no need, no needs, no lack, no wants, but only your power and your blessing on all of us. We give you thanks and we give you praise in Jesus' name. Amen. God bless you. Your finances are powered by Jesus. Take out your offering. Sit down. Take out your tithes. Take out your tithes. Your offerings. Don't Take your tithes, your offerings, whatever you have today, take it out. Uh, if you're empty and it's not working, if you are watching by television, you can give uh, on the screen in Switzerland, in the UK, where there's still a lockdown. In America, people have not been to church, South Africa, they have not been to church for one year.
It's very serious. People have not seen one another for one year. Meanwhile, parliaments are meeting. And other programs are going on. Huh? Elections are happening. Yes. So, brothers and sisters, take out and give your first, second, and third offering. Because we are taking three, all in one. So that if I'm taking a second offering or a third offering, you've already given the first and second and third. And sow a seed. And let miracle power, the power that will even astound you, shock you greatly, enter into your finances. And then you will be able to say, hey, I'm going to make Jesus a king over my life and even over my finances. Can I have an amen? Are you excited about that? Father, I thank you for everybody who is giving here in every country, in England, in America, by sea, by land, by air, wherever they are. Anyone who is part of this, all those who are here, bless Lord, your children. Bless them with cars. Bless them with sufficiency. Take away shortages. Nothing shall be short anymore. Nothing shall get finished. We shall not be buying things one by one, one by one, until it's always getting finished in the house. There shall be no more argument about money or food or basic things. There shall be no feeling of stinginess or feeling of too much calculation in our lives. Jesus, thank you. We shall not cut bread and be counting slices of bread or thickness of slices from today. Meat shall not be... um, rationed and cut into very small pieces anymore in Jesus name we shall not eat beans instead of meat Lord eggs instead of meat and other legumes instead of real protein Jesus thank you for taking away shortages we shall not wear dresses that are too small too old that are shorter than how we were how we are today when we have grown taller father no more shoes that have been repaired more than four times in Jesus name you are saving us from Obrodiwewu and other dead men's clothes in the name of Jesus Christ thank you for your blessing for your children I bless all the children you gave me Lord let their finances their houses their cars, their land, their affairs, their businesses, their works of their hand, be blessed by almighty Jehovah from today. I thank you in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. You'll never be in need after today. In the mighty name of Jesus. Amen.
houses and parents, sisters and mothers and children too, with lands and with persecutions, and in the world to come eternal life.
if I didn't know you I know so many people who don't know you the way I do I wonder how they make it Living without you, Jesus Oh yes, you've helped my life so much And if I had to live again I would choose you all over Cause you are my God I call you my Savior Jesus, Jesus You die for me
You need to go somewhere Breathe somewhere Tell your neighbor, say go somewhere Breathe somewhere You've got to go somewhere And breathe somewhere and go somewhere preach somewhere and now tell the person the same thing in your local language oh, I look at you shame on you hallelujah isn't it not beautiful to be on this campus 
you are standing on anointed stones. Amen. And can you see the beautiful train departing to pick more members? Every time you see, put your hands together for the train driver. Those of you watching us online, I'm sure they'll show you the train. It's bringing more and more people to the house of God. And it's a blessing. Which church do you know that has a train? Hmm? And you say you're going to your mother church. But that is a blessing. Are you excited to be in the house of God today? It's time for the word of God. Hallelujah. I said hallelujah. The Bible says that prophecy is for edification. Some of you are about to be edified by the word of God. The Bible says the word of God is for exhortation. Some of you are going to be pushed forward by the word of God. And then the Bible is for comfort. Turn to the nearest sad looking person and say God is about to comfort you. Amen. And I'm excited to present to you our preacher for today. I know many people all over the world who are looking for a chance to sit at his feet and hear what God has put in his heart. But tonight, sorry, this afternoon, this afternoon, we'll be here till the night. So, you know, we are blessed to have him right here with us in his home church outdoors here at the jesus savior of the world square and your life is about to be transformed and your life is about to be blessed do you believe that nothing is impossible at the back are you part of what we are doing i said do you believe nothing is impossible those of you on the wall do you believe that nothing is impossible let's sing it nothing is impossible when you put your trust come on give the give the lord a dance when you're trusting Bishop Richard, give the Lord a dance. I can do the voice of God to me. Hallelujah! Is there anything too hard for me? Then put your trust in God alone and rest upon His word. Come on, with me. For everything, oh everything, yes, everything is one more time from the depth of your heart declare that nothing is impossible nothing is impossible when you put your trust in God nothing is impossible nothing is impossible when you trust in God dancing stars are you in the house hearken to the voice of greater love choir are you in the house is there anything too hard then put your trust in God put your trust in God alone and rest upon his word for everything for everything oh everything yes yes everything is possible give the Lord a shout of praise and welcome your prophet Amen. I can't hear your shout. I can't hear your hand clap. Hallelujah. Father, thank you for this amazing and important message about the open door that is before us. May we never forget how you have placed before us an open door. We are grateful most high God in Jesus name. Amen. You may be seated.
Now, this is one of our last uh, Sundays here. So, those of you on the mountains, may take advantage of it. Those of you who don't have umbrellas and hats, you still have at least one week more to get sunglasses. So that at least you own one. All those who want to do business, you can bring sunglasses here next week. And hats. And you'll be blessed. You, are get, you see, you look like people on the beach. It's true. So that's why I'm saying you are practicing for your honeymoon. Some of you feel you are too old for honeymoon, but you'll be shocked what God can do for an old person like you. I see you dancing on the beach. In Jesus' name. Hallelujah. What a blessing. Now, today, uh, I want us to all, if you have your Bibles, please don't send text when I'm preaching. Don't Google anything whilst I'm preaching. Don't go on Facebook whilst I'm preaching. Don't send a WhatsApp whilst I'm preaching. Don't text whilst I'm preaching. Father, anybody who does that whilst I'm preaching today, I pray that his phone will be devalued and demoted to a lower version and he will never go to a high version of phones. Is it a good curse? I should reverse it. Okay, the curse will be just hovering around. So, anybody who plays no pep, it will go on you. Oh, I'm telling you. You'll be shocked. Me, I'm preaching, you are sending messages about that they should put the rice on the fire, you are coming. Huh? No, check whether your neighbor has done that before. Is, is it possible that it's you telling somebody to put the rice on the fire that you are coming? Huh? You're ordering yam and pork whilst I'm preaching. All right, 1 Corinthians chapter 16, verse 8. I will tarry at Ephesus, or I will stay in Accra, or I will stay in Lagos, or I will stay in Cameroon. Tarry means stay. I will stay. Ephesus is a place. So I will stay here, okay, until Pentecost or till whenever. So I will stay around till this time. Why? The word for, because a great door and effectual is opened unto me and there are many adversaries. So a great door, all right, opening to you is a sign of direction from God for you. When there is an opportunity for you right before you, say, okay, this is it. You see all this work, do this, do whatever. It is direction for your life because the Bible says, I will stay here at Ephesus. I will tarry, I will delay and I will stay here. Why? Because I see that a door 
is opened for me. Okay? So sometimes you don't know what to do in your life. You follow the doors, the open doors that God gives you. Now, some of you, if you go to Presby now, you see that you may not have a chance to work full-time in the ministry. True or not true? If you were to go to maybe your Anglican church now, you realize that they may not even recognize you as a pastor. I don't know if you get what I'm saying. If you go to Catholic now, do you see, you may not even be made a deacon, even though here you are uh, what, a basenta or a sonta leader. They may not know when you say, I'm, I'm, I'm here to do sonta, basonta, basenta, they will say, what is, what is this? are you speaking tongues? You get what I'm saying? So, a great door has been opened right here in the First Love Church for you to work for God. You get what I'm saying? You see, how do you see a door? The way you see a door is that here is working, but here will not work, 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 here will not work. Then it means this one that is working is a door. Is that also? So if you look behind us, you see a building there. There's no door anywhere because nowhere works. You can't go through anywhere. So there's no door there because no, nothing is working. Now look at you, small girl like you. You are, I mean, standing holding Bible and preaching. You get what I'm saying? You are sharing. People are listening to you in uh, Nungwa Secondary School or in um, St. John's. On your birthday, they even brought a cake to you. I mean, a great door has been opened to you in the ministry, in the First Love Church. I hope you get what I'm saying. So many places you won't even be recognized. When they see you, they say, who are you, please? You will not even be made a catechist. Or even those who spray the smoke. What are they called? Yes. You will not even be made one. Maybe you are an elder here or a greater love member here. You may go to another place and you see that they will not even know when they, they will not know who you are. But here you see a great chance is given to you to do something. So always recognize when a great door is. You see, a fool knows later on what a wise man knows now. You get it? A fool. He knows later. As for later, he knows later on what a wise man knows now. The fool will know later. So, yes, you will know later on that a good thing was given to you and an opportunity came. As for that, you will know. But a wise man knows it now. And you are declared to be the next wise man in the house. In Jesus' name. Turn to the nearest person and say, I sense that you are a wise person. The way you are sitting calmly and you folded your arms, it looked like a wise, a wise, a wise person. Hallelujah. Now, now, listen, 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 listen. Adore and effectual. Start recognizing effectual doors. What is an effectual door? An effectual door is a door which is not, not effective. 
Like you, you are not effective there. But you are effective here. Do you see? You are effective here. Some of you, if you were somewhere else, you wouldn't even... You know, I mean, you look at some of our film stars. I don't know why the film stars haven't done anything since we came here. I think they, they don't want to work in the sun. Also, are they allergic to the sun or what? No, it's, it's very serious. It's called backsliding. Now, you see, some of you film stars, you may be a star here. But when you go somewhere else, you realize that you are not even recognized as even an actor. Yes. At all. Nobody said, you are what? Films, what? Go to Nollywood and act a Nigerian movie. If you are. So, recognize great doors. Since I became a a Christian over the years, I've watched people walk away from great doors. I've watched people turn around and walk away from great and effectual doors that were open to them. They just walked away. Saying in their pride, you know, I think my mouth is dry. Give me some water. (laughs) 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 And then they walk away. so proud and they become nothing so recognize I'm effective here that's why I'm not in China preaching because I'm effective right here yes I'm effective right here a great door and effectual is opened unto me I think I like with the heart it's effective the heart is effective Now, but there are many adversaries. So from today, we are going to pick out the enemies one by one. Now, every enemy has something that can combat it. Every enemy has something that can fight it, that it doesn't like. Do you see? Many years ago, I met an engineer, a Liberian engineer. He helped us to do the engineering of the basement that we built in Kolegono. And he told me, every engineering problem has an engineering solution. Every engineering problem has an engineering solution. The reason was we were trying to have a basement which had a certain span. You know, and it was like, how, to, how do you go across there without having a column inside the hall? And then that's when he said, oh, every problem has a solution. In engineering, there's something that can solve it. So if you go to America, you see the Verrazano Bridge. It's so long, it crosses the sea without any co- column going into the water. 
It's so long that it's curved. And the curvature of that bridge takes into account the curvature of the earth. It's that long without any column holding it up. Yes. Some years ago, I was in the Twin Towers. You know the Twin Towers that were bombed? Yeah, I was there before the bombing. And I went to the very top, you know, and I was looking over at the Verrazano Bridge. And that's where I saw what they, are, what they had written about it. So it's possible to solve every problem, every engineering problem, demonic problem, wickedness problem, sin problem. Every problem has something that can solve it. Maybe you haven't found it, but it exists. And you are finding every problem to every crisis and every situation. You are finding every solution in your life today in Jesus' name. Now, we look at different enemies. And I gave you four enemies. Men and then the minefield of curses. The devil's garden is the next enemy. And number three is yourself. And today, the last one is devils, demons, and devils. Okay? Now, you must overcome the devil. Now, evil is a person. Is it not a thing? It's a person. And every description of devils in the Bible reveals more and more that the devil is a person without a body. So evil is a person. Now, who who are are these uh, people? You know, the Bible tells us in a summary that God is in heaven. And because the Bible mentions three heavens at least, the third heaven is where Paul was caught up. So where is the first heaven? The first heaven in the Bible describes the heavens where the clouds are and so on. And we all know is this uh, atmosphere that we see. Okay? And then even into outer space, we, we can see. Now, the next heaven is where we know the third heaven, which is where God is. Now, the next heaven is where God is. So, in between the first heaven and the third heavens is another heaven. And that is where the devil and his, a whole section of devils are located. That is, they were cast out of heaven. But it looks like they didn't go all the way down. Do you get it? So, they are in between there somewhere. But they are definitely not here. And then they are not in heaven where God is. So, in between. You know, the Bible says, we wrestle not against flesh and blood but against um, principalities and against powers, against rulers 
of the darkness and wickedness in high places. Are you with me? Now, let me read it from the other Bible. For we are not fighting against flesh and blood enemies, but against evil rulers and authorities of the unseen world. You can't see that world. Against mighty powers in this dark world and against evil spirits in heavenly places. All right? So there are heavenly places and there is an unseen world. Do you see? And there are flesh, not flesh and blood enemies. Now, these powers, these spirits, I don't want to go into exactly what they look like, but um, none of the descriptions of the devil are nice. One of the descriptions of the devil is, and it looks like the devil can take different forms, like if you were to see him. One of the descriptions is that he looks like a dragon. Now, dragons, when our crocodiles and alligators come, you will be able to see them. They are the closest to dragons we have. So there you will see a chance, you have a chance to see and appreciate. They are are scary because when they grip you, they don't let you go. And that's one of the characteristics of a devil. If you have a boyfriend who is doing things to you and you can't go, you can't leave him, you can't turn away and say goodbye and you walk away. Do you see? You've got a dragon right there. And because the grip is so, so strong. Look at what you are doing. And you can't stop doing the bad things you are doing. Now, that is open evil. But he's also called a serpent. Now, in India, they have at least 500 people who die every year from snake bites, from cobras. Now, the snake... The cobra is small and he'll come through the bathroom pipe. Do you see? He comes through the bathroom pipe and before you realize, he's inside the room or in the toilet. But if he comes through and comes out of the toilet, then he comes into that. You know, that's why sometimes people say, how did it come inside? Yes. And so the devil is also called a serpent that he comes in so quietly you, you, till he's part of your life. He's part of your life. And you even wonder, how, how did I, how, how, how did all this come here? So, um, these demons, or not flesh and blood enemies, are real entities. Many years ago, I was in London, and I was, I was doing something, I was doing some work there. Then at about 2 a.m., I woke up 
And I, I saw, I had a man, there was a man, a physical man. You know, because the Bible says that the devil appears like an angel of light. So he has different forms. I mean, I don't know any animal which does that, but the devil seems to have different formats. And it's not imagination, they are real things. So, there was this man standing at the foot of the bed. Big black man with white teeth. And he was speaking and mocking me. You know, it is one of the most frightening experiences I have ever had. And I knew that it, it was the devil who was standing there. He was standing right in front of the bed. Like this, the bed ends where my feet. And then he was standing there. And he was mocking me. You know, that's the devil. One of the names of the devil is a slanderer. Diabolos is a slanderer, which is an accuser. Mocking you and accusing you. So, that day, it, it wasn't a dream. It wasn't a dream I was having. It was like a real thing. I, I got up and... Uh, Honestly, I didn't know what to do. So, I didn't know, I, I knew I could not even sleep again. I was so scared that this thing would come again because I shouted and spoke the name of Jesus. But when I got up, I mean, when I got out of the bed, then he disappeared. Then I decided to, I didn't know what to do, so I decided to have communion. When you don't know what to do, just have communion. I didn't know what to do. So I went to the kitchen. I was alone in a house. And I went to the kitchen and I found anything to have communion. Then, then, it was a frightening experience. A familiar spirit is a spirit who is familiar with you, knows you, and knows your habits and your weaknesses and what you like and what will work on you. And they follow you, waiting patiently. People talk of the patience of uh, Job. But perhaps you may want to say the patience of the devil. You know, one day I watched a film. They caught a very large snake. And they put a camera on the top of the head. Of the snake. I don't know how they fixed it, but I think it, the, the snake doesn't feel the camera on the head of the snake. So they used the camera to follow the snake. Now, the snake was moving in the grass. It was a long from here to about here. Something like this. From the end there to about somewhere here, very long with a camera on the head. So they were just looking at the life, how he behaves. After following him for some weeks, this snake went into a river, a water. You understand when I say a water? Mm. <laughs> I know you understand that one better when I say he went into a water. Yes. It was not a flowing river, but it was, I, I think it moved, but it, it was at a, a section. 
And the people who were watching this, they, he doesn't breathe water as a fish. He sleeps under, then he comes up to breathe. You see the nose coming out. Very big snake like this. That's why to these days, you know, I've swam in rivers. But these days, I don't feel like swimming in rivers anymore. Do you feel like swimming in rivers? No, I don't feel like it anymore. <laughs> this snake, they followed it up a tree to the grass, but now it entered into the water. And they, the snake was there. At a point, the, the commentator said, you talk about the patience of whatever. You have to talk about the patience of the snake. The snake stayed there for weeks watching. When everybody comes to drink, he will come and look at them. As they were bending down to drink, he's looking at them. He's looking at them. So at a point, you see through the camera on the head of the snake, the antelope, who is eating, who is drinking. After some weeks, eh, one antelope was drinking. When suddenly, he jumped out. There are snakes that watch you patiently. Patiently. They, they have time. Because it's your life. There are demons that are assigned. They are sent, follow this one. Patiently. Take your. That's why you, when you see certain problems in your 20s, you can see them in your 40s too. Because they have patience. And the snake jumped uh, and held the whole antelope. The antelope was as big as this. And he strangulated the antelope. Do you see? Whatever is gradually removing your life from you, I curse it in the name of Jesus Christ. And when the antelope couldn't breathe, every time the antelope breathed, it until he died. And he swallowed the whole antelope with the horns, tall horns, hoofs, everything. Frugality doesn't leave any part of your life. The devil will not leave any aspect when he's taking you on. So ladies and gentlemen, when the Bible says that a great door is open, but there are many adversaries. One of the deadly enemies you must be conscious of and fight back. Today I want to show you to fight back. How many can fight? You know, one day I was in my room praying and I asked God, so Lord, this thing, is there nothing for me to do? I should just enjoy it. Is there nothing I can do to fight back? And the Lord said to me, you can fight back and he told me what to do. Yeah, so that's what I'm saying that there is a solution to every demonic problem. Now, Another time I was watching this, uh, uh, there's an island, you see, with so many states that a human being is not allowed to go on that island. Everywhere, poisonous snakes. 
Now, at a point, a bed landed. And I, I thought I wasn't seeing well. The bed came to the snake. And the man said that this poisonous snake is just a breakfast for this bed. And he said that the, the claws of the bed, and then it goes up. Have you seen a chicken? They have some type of scales that come up a bit. Uh, it comes up, so the, the poison of the snake cannot affect the legs of the chicken. Not the chicken, that bed. Yeah. So he just does this. So even when he was doing it, the camera, I think they put a camera on the bed or whatever, the camera also fell down. Boom, it went, became black. So that was the end of the snake. Your enemy is ending suddenly in the name of Jesus. Because God is giving you power over the devil in Jesus' name. Now, what are you supposed to do? Alright? The Bible says, put on every piece of armor so that you'll be able to resist the devil in time of evil. So, all the hordes of evil spirits are watching you closely to see which part of your armor you've removed. (laughs) When the Bible says you are naked, it's not talking of shirt and shorts. Neither is it talking of your dress. Not at all. It's talking about your armor. Because the armor is like your clothes in the spirit world. So, he said, stand first of all, putting on the belt of truth. Now, the very first piece of clothing that allows the devil to enter you and destroy the great door is truth. The absence of truth. Okay? Now, I do not know if there was a way I could give you $10,000 to make you believe that truth is far more important than how we make it out to be. How many have told a lie before? And you believe you're and laugh at me. How many have told hundred lies before? All of us have told hundred lies before. How many told a lie yesterday? Me too. I told a lie yesterday. And you are feeling okay. But the very first entrance of Satan into your life is from the absence of truth. Now, I want you to decide that from today, okay, you are going to overcome the devil. Amen. Now, before uh, I take you to the verse I actually want to take you to, look at John eight forty four to see some of the title, just three of the titles of the devil. It says, you are of your father, the devil. He was a murderer. When he speaketh a lie, he speaketh of his own. He is a liar and the father of it. So the devil has three titles. 
in one verse. And one is a liar. He is a liar. So when you lie, you are just acting like the devil. Number two, he is the father of lies. So when you lie, you are connected to the devil always. The more people you are able to deceive, the more demons are in you. I want to say, the more people you are able to deceive, the more demonic you are. And the more demons have affected you. I'll say it again. So that I say, the more, look at how many people in your life are deceived. Sometimes this one is deceived, this one is deceived, your husband is deceived, your wife is deceived, your children are deceived, your friends are deceived, the pastors are deceived, the church is deceived. Everybody who respects you is deceived. It shows how demonic and how far you have gone into the devil's world. So the devil has three titles. A liar, a father of lies, and a murderer. That's what you are dealing with. The devil hasn't got any halfway plan for you. He has only uh, cruel plans. He's cruel. He's cruel. Now, look at 1 Timothy chapter 4. I hope you are listening very carefully. This is the last. Next week I will not be talking about this. So just listen. The spirit speaks expressly that in the latter times, some will depart. Will you depart from the faith? Say, God forbid. I can't hear. You see, those in this section, I don't know who you are. Which type of people are here? Is there a different kind of people that are here? Hmm. It says, some shall depart from the faith. Why? Giving heed to seducing spirits. Wow. Now, I'm going to read it from another version. It says, the spirit expressly says that in the latter times, some will fall away from the faith, paying attention to deceitful spirits and doctrines or sayings of demons. Okay? Now, let me read it from yet another version. The Spirit clearly says that in the latter times, some will abandon the faith and follow, follow deceiving spirits and things taught by demons. Now, how many have ever seen a man following an, a spirit before? Uh, you say you haven't seen before. That's why when we read the Bible, we think it doesn't apply. And the Bible says, giving heed or listening or paying attention to spirits. So how do you know you are paying attention to spirits? How, how, how do you know that you are listening to evil spirits? How many want to know the sign that you are listening to evil spirits without knowing that you are listening to evil spirits. Because we don't see people say, oh, there's an evil spirit. Oh, please, I'm on, the, I'm, on the, I'm on a phone call to a demon. And just let me finish hearing what he's saying. There's nothing like that. 
So how can you know that you are giving heed or listening to an evil spirit? How many want to know? Those who want to know should stand up. And those who don't want to know, you can sit down. Hey! Ah, there are some people at the back there who don't want to know this. Who is the the man in the white shirt? It's not well. Okay. I am about to show you a great revelation that will let you know that you are you've listened or you are listening to evil spirits that seduce. Okay? All right. You can sit down then. I'm I'm comfortable with you sitting down. But I just want to know whether you want to know so that I know whether I should skip the point. Are you sure? It says some shall depart from the faith giving heed to seducing spirits and doctrines of devils Verse 2, after a semicolon. What does semicolon mean? That is to say, okay? So that means that we are about to hear what they do when they listen to seducing spirits. Number one, speaking lies. As soon as you start telling lies, you've been listening to demons. Number two, lies in hypocrisy. As soon as you start acting, you know, lies progress until you are an actor. You are not what you seem to be. Like some of you are sitting in church, you seem to be a born-again Christian. But in reality, it is far from the truth. You are an actor. Some of you look holy, but you are acting. Some look like they are serving the Lord, but they are acting. Some even look like pastors, but they are just actors. So, number one, speaking lies shows that you have been listening to seducing spirits. That's why you started telling lies. That's why you are a liar. So, as soon as you can shift from lying. Lying is the beginning of all evil. Deception. Deception. And then, number three, having their conscience seared with a hot iron. Your conscience doesn't work again. Sometimes you ask people that, so what were you thinking about? Did nothing prick your conscience when you are doing evil? When you are lying through your teeth as though you are breathing, Does nothing prick your conscience and tell you, I cannot do this? Like Joseph said to Potiphar's wife, I cannot do this to my master. I cannot. I cannot. This man has loved me since I came here as a prisoner. He has only been good to me. I cannot do this. All the films that you have with orangus and traitors, you hear them saying, I trusted you. You were my most trusted person. I trusted you. I watch a film of Pablo Escobar. One day he got a new driver. 
And he, he was not sure whether the driver would be trusted. And actually, that driver was the last person to be with him till he died. The driver died with him. And he, Pablo Escobar put his hand around the driver. And he asked him in Spanish, Do you know what is an una rata? <laughs> Do you know what is an una rata? And he told him, There is nothing lower than an una rata. A traitor. There's nothing lower than that. Yes. No conscience. So these three are the signs of you. Probably there is a demon sitting on your shoulder. Yes. So I want to tell everybody, you know, come out of the darkness. Come out of the darkness. Take all forms of deception, all forms of lies, all forms of evil, you know, take them out of your life. All forms of hypocrisy. Ask, ask, ask your neighbor, go to your, get, get up and go to him and say, is there anything if I find out about you, I, I, I will say, Charlie, I, I, can't, I, I, can't, I can't believe, I can't believe, I can't believe, uh, I can't believe, if you can't find anybody in front of you just look behind there may be somebody behind you who you can ask Okay. Did he answer you or did he mind you? See, some people will not mind you. Don't mind them too. Just don't mind them. Just move on. Uh, they have made themselves diplomatic church members and all this. And if you talk to somebody and he didn't mind you, just ask him his name. If he says his name is John, say, thank you, Ambassador John. Just add Ambassador to his name. So that you know that he's now a diplomat. All right. Now, sit down if you have asked the person. Ephesians chapter 4, verse 27. Are you, are you listening? I'm showing you, number one, when you can assure yourself that these three are out of your life. Number one, Lies, so speaking lies, then one section is gone, gone. Number two, in hypocrisy. You come and say, yes, daddy. Yes, please. Yes, daddy. Then behind the person's back, you are firing arrows and saying nasty things. That's hypocrisy. That's acting. You see, look, I'll tell you, if you meet them, I, I, we have an actor right here. After you can ask her. These people who fight and kill a lot of people, in real life, they are not strong. 
you'll be shocked. Are they that strong in real life? No. You see somebody look in real life, he does even know kung fu, kung fu fighting. So you see people. There is a film I watched. Honestly, have you heard of a uh, last king of Scotland or something about Idi Amin? When I heard that the man who acted it is a pure American with an American accent. He acted as a Ugandan with a a Ugandan accent. The whole film. You see him speaking. I mean, I couldn't believe it. He made me think he was somebody else. That's what we mean by an actor. And in the olden language, we always say hypocrite. So you would have said that, like if the stars, the film stars, they would have been hypocrite stars. Yes, they are, they are, they are all hypocrites because they are all actors. So we say, oh, the hypocrite ministry are coming on stage. When are, when are the hypocrites going to act again? Hippos. We call them hippos. <laughs> yes. There are some people who look very sexy in films. If you like marry them and see, you'll be sad. <laughs> it's all acting. They are, they are fooling. Tell your neighbor, I hope there's no acting, no acting, no demons. No acting, no demons. No acting, no demons. Number three, your conscience must be working from today. Something should break your heart. Oh, no. I can't do that. I can't. When you tell a lie, you know, recently I went somewhere and uh, I asked somebody, what was that? I asked the person something. I asked the person, did you change the batteries in the microphone? And he said, yes. I changed it. I just asked, we were, we were doing something. I said, did you change the battery? Yes, I changed it. So we continued. As we continued, the microphone died. So the new battery which he has just changed. Alas, it, it has owned up that it has not been changed. Do you see? I was not changed. Yeah. So the battery told us that it was not changed. But it didn't, it, it didn't even occur to me. But after the meeting, the brother, I my mind was not on it, came to see me. He said, there's something I need to tell you. He said, you know, when you asked me about the battery, I lied that I had changed the battery and I feel so bad. But it was not even on my mind. But I realized that his conscience was working, that he had lied to me. It disturbed him. He said, I, I, I cannot lie to you like that. It disturbed me. I need to, I have to tell you. And it was not because, so as the thing was going, we thought either the, the microphone is not working, the receiver is not working, the electricity is not working. We, nobody could know. And I would never have known. There was nothing that showed that about We tried different things. But he knew. You see, the man is struggling. The man is struggling. He's being fooled. 
He doesn't know that the battery simply is just a battery issue. So he's doing this. He's going here. He's frustrated because I was very frustrated. I had come to do a recording. And I was frustrated, spending time trying to do whatever. But his conscience, so after, so I would have just gone fooled, like many bosses are fooled. Many, many bosses are fooled. Many leaders are fooled by the people under them. Have you done it? Oh, yeah, we've done it. Ah, I don't know why. Somebody has moved it from, but you, you, it's not true, you know. How many have fooled your boss before? Not necessarily me, but a boss somewhere. <laughs> People are afraid to raise up their hands. <laughs> People are sitting by their bosses. People were giving money to go and do campaign, political campaign. They were giving 500,000 to take the whole of this region. Oh, they use about 20,000. The rest is in their pockets. And so, I don't know why, why the people, the people are somewhere, they didn't vote for us. Oh. Chop, chop. You fooled your boss. So, let your conscience be alert. Yes. One time I took an offering. I wasn't taking an offering. The leader was taking an offering. And it was the second offering he was taking. And I made a negative comment about um, the, sec- the second offering. This must have been in, um, I was in secondary school. I was just becoming, I just became a Christian. It was the first, my early experience. But when I made the comment, I felt bad after. I shouldn't have said that. I don't know why I knew that I shouldn't have said that. There was somebody there who made her face, but in my heart, I I felt there was something wrong. So, after the service, I went to see the leader, the one who was holding the microphone and taking the offering. And I told him, he was busy, you know, there were so many people, but I said, oh, no problem, I'll wait. Those of you who wait, I've waited before. I've been in this many years before you came. So we've been waiting to see him. The one want to see him, we cannot see him. Anything you want to do, you can do if you really want to do it. And I waited till night. It was night. Everybody had left. And I waited because I wanted to see him. And alone, I saw him. He said, come, come, come outside. So we went outside. And he stood and I stood. And I I just said, I want to tell you that in the afternoon, when you took the offering, what is a small singing group? I made a comment and I feel it was wrong to say that I'm so sorry. I'm sorry. He was surprised. He put his hand on on my shoulder. 
And he said, God is going to use you. Yes. So brothers and sisters, I pray that three things that show that you listen to the devil will go away. One is what? Speaking lies. Number two, hypocrisy, isn't it? Acting. Yes. You look like a Ugandan, but you are from Texas. And number three, what? Conscience. Seared conscience. Kenneth Hagen, once time I was listening to him talk about this conscience. He said that, I don't know whether it was him or whoever spoke about this man who lived on a farm. And the man will make hot tea or hot coffee in a big pot. And when he pours it in from the fire, the water, the man will open his mouth like the boiling water and pour it, the boiling water into his mouth and drink the whole thing from the fire. He said that the man's throat has been seared. So he doesn't feel heat. He doesn't feel boiling. You can try it after church. Boiling, whatever. He said, he said that the man does it every day. And he was saying that when you do something for some time, you become hardened in it. Hardened. You've been lifting up envelope that is tithe. Meanwhile, it is, I mean, it is far from a tithe. Yes. So these three, from today, the devil is losing control. All controls that he has is losing. You see, you had a girlfriend before and now she's not responding to you anymore. When you call and say, hi, baby. We need to meet tonight. My feelings have come, baby. But she's not interested anymore. So what do you see? You see, you've, you are evil man. You, have lost con- you are losing control over your captive. You get what I'm saying? You are losing what? Control over your what? Your captive. And that is how you know you are losing control because now you are no more telling the lies. You are no more acting. And you are no more, and your, your conscience is quite sensitive now. It shows that the demons which controlled you are losing their grips on you. And that's why even now when you get a call, what I'm saying is that you had a boyfriend or a girlfriend. Now when the person calls you, Hi darling, what are you doing baby? You just, you even say, uh, so I'll call you back. Then you go up. He's lost control. When you say I love you, it, it, it doesn't, she doesn't say <laughs> she's not as stupid as before. She's not as stupid as before. So you sense you are losing control. From today, demons are going to notice that they seem to be losing control over your life in the name of Jesus. You are not interested in acting anymore. 
Every type of clothes you buy is for looking good on the outside. You always have to be Mr. Gentleman. Madam Lady. Mrs. Look excellent and good on the outside. But what about inside? If we see you inside from today, you'll be more beautiful at home than you are when you step out of the house. How can you look like a scarecrow in the house? Some of us, when you see us in the house, we are more than footballers. Some of the beautiful girls in church, they are more than goalkeepers. You see them. With a jersey and boxer shorts, you see them moving in the house. Without hair. Hey! As if you are going to play soccer. Playing for Ghana. Ephesians chapter 4 verse 27. The second thing is you are going to give no place to the devil. Ephesians chapter 4 verse 27. Neither give place or an opportunity. So to the devil. Ephesians 4.27 Give no place. So from today, we are going to withdraw all our places from the devil. So you can't park here again. You can't park here again. No parking. I say you are not welcome here anymore in the name of Jesus. Now this verse, give no place, eh, is a physical thing. Because it's something you can do. It's not, it's not, it's not prayer. This one is not prayer. <laughs> This is not prayer. This is, you take what he uses to play with you and spoil you. You take it back. So you can't stay here again. You can't park here again. No, no. I don't like that again. Although I, I, I can't be your friend. Yeah, it's a place. I gave you a place in my life as a friend. I don't even want you on my playlist, on my uh, what is it called? Phone uh, contact. Don't answer one. Don't answer two. This is the original. Don't answer three. Don't answer. Yes. <laughs> People have not paid me copyright for that song. <laughs> I should royalties. Yes, I should have been rich by now. <laughs> You know, once I had a, one of my daughters in the ministry, a dear daughter, I called her. She was doing something wrong in her life, and I called her. I called her several times. Then at a point, I said, let me, let me send a message. She would, she would not answer me. Then she, said, she sent me a message. She said, I'm sorry, I cannot talk to you. I don't want to talk to you. I don't want to talk to you. I said, oh, me? You don't want to talk to me? I don't want to talk to you. She said, no. She gave me no place in her life until she had fully executed what she wanted to do. She cut me out of her life. Today, 
whatever represents an opportunity for the devil to play in your life, you are cutting out. If it is a person, eh, you must learn to say goodbye to some people. Some people are not part of your, your destiny. Some people are not part of your destiny. Some demon carriers, they are more than aircraft carriers of devils. They are not part of your destiny. And you must say goodbye. Goodbye. Forever. Like you heard in the song, Hi James. Goodbye. You are not part of my life. You are not. What is it that has given rise to demons to play you? How do you know demons play you? The thief comes to steal, to kill, to destroy. What is destroyed in your life? What is stolen from you? What is killing you? Huh? What is killing you softly? Take it back. Take it back. No, no. No more. You can't be in my life. (laughs) If it is a country even, I'll never go here again. I'll never go here. There are some places. There are some places you don't have to go there again. I'll never come here again. Never. I don't want you anymore. I don't want it anymore. You know, some of you, you should throw your phone in the water. It's true. Throw it away. Say, no, it's over. It's finished. I'm getting a yam. You should get a yam phone. I don't, I don't need it. I don't need you. Yeah. If you don't listen to what I'm saying, you'll see. Jesus said, Peter, Peter, the devil has decided to sift you like wheat and make you powder. You you can't even recognize you again. You see, when you are made sifted by the devil, when you look at you, that's like, what is this? Powder. You've turned into powder. There is a musical uh, by Michael Jackson, a video. It's called, I think, Remember, Remember the Time or something. In that, in that musical video, he dances. Then he turns into powder on the floor. Then you see just a little powder on the floor. Then he comes out again. When the devil sifts you like wheat, if you like, watch that uh, musical video. you see how it turns into powder. And then, shh, it comes back. Yeah. When the devil sifts you like, when you look at you, you say, we can't recognize you. Oh, is that what has become of you? The devil has no halfway plan for you. Take it from me. I know what I'm talking about. He has no plan. You know, I've been a Christian for so many years, serving the Lord. Working in the church. And what again? And I have 
God is so great, yet he seems But the first part, I've been a Christian. I've been a Christian for so many years. So many years. Serving the Lord and working in the church. Serving the Lord and working in the church. Now I have a greater passion to love my Lord. Listen, I've been serving the Lord in the church for years. Take it from me. Devil has no halfway plan for you. Trust me. You must rise up and take back anything that the devil uses against you or links you to things that are evil. Take it back. Otherwise, you will live to regret it. Yeah. Maybe I've not mentioned your particular example. Even if it is your boss who is giving you a lot of money. And you are having to sleep your way to the top. Now, the next one. Never get tired of fighting the devil. One day, a Christian sister said to me, why am I going through so much? She said to me, before I became a Christian, I never had all these problems. But now she has so many problems. The devil will not attack a dead piece of wood. It is because you've decided to serve God that you have become of interest to the devil and he's now looking at you trying to find. Second Timothy 3.12 says that all that will live godly in Christ Jesus shall suffer persecution. The devil will be looking for you because you've decided to live godly in Christ Jesus. Daniel chapter 7, verse 25. Bible says, he shall speak great words. That's the devil and the antichrist. And shall wear out the saints of the most high. And think to change times and laws. And they shall be given into his hand until a time and times and the dividing of time. The third way to fight back is decide never to be tired. Yeah. Never. Say, you know, I've been fighting orangus for years. I've always had an orangu of some sort. Always, from the very beginning of the church, from the very beginning of the church, over 35 years ago, uh, there's always been somebody who is a current orangu. You'll never be the current orangu of the, of the season. Ah! Would you like to become the current orangu? Yeah. God forbid. In the name of Jesus. But I've decided, no. They'll be tired before I'm tired. Yeah. God showed me, fight back. Fight back. Keep fighting. Don't be tired. 
because they will seek to wear out the saints. So you wear you out, you know, you see that you feel tired of the What is it? After all, what? After all, what? Small church we are doing. Every day somebody is saying something. If you are in your private corner, nobody will even see you. Decide I'll never be tired. Why is it that men are always following me? Why? Your clothes, eh? Somebody shout to your clothes. Some of you think you are beautiful. That's why men are following you. Let me tell you something. It is not true. It's not because you are beautiful. It's because there is a demon of lust in you that is drawing people. Yes. That's why they are coming for you. That's why. You see, sometimes you see an ugly woman. And men like the ugliness. Yes. Some of you have not slapped a boy before. That is why they keep coming. You have not learned how to slap. Or even karate, at least. You know, you will not come again. A story will spread about you. That, that, that girl, she's a whale. She will disgrace you right now. You, you, you will not be happy with her. She will slap you just now. Small thing. I wanted to sleep with her just once. And then look at what happened to me. I brought my condoms and everything. And then she just did a karate. And then I, I was gone. <laughs> Tell the nearest sister, I will, I will never, will you be tired of fighting off boys who are trying to do things? And tell the nearest brother, will you be tired of fighting off girls who are chasing you? Now, temptations is the next thing in your great call. You see a lot of temptations. Tempted for this, tempted for this, tempted for this. The Bible says, immediately the spirit driveth him into the wilderness. And he was in the wilderness 40 days, tempted of Satan. Not four days, so 40. And was with the wild beasts and angels ministered to him. From today, whatever temptation is coming to you, eh, let fire come out of your mouth and burn all devils and wickedness that is against you. You know, one day I heard somebody praying and he said, I pour fire on the enemy. And I realized that it is a very biblical prayer. Because in Revelations chapter 11, 
The Bible says, I will give power to my two witnesses and they shall prophesy. Are you getting ready? These are my two olive trees standing before God. And if any man will help them, fire proceeded out of their mouth. Everybody stand up. We begin to declare fire over all devils and enemy agents that have been sent to fight you, to tempt you, to wear you out, to destroy you. Fire proceeded from their mouth. Fire proceeded from their mouth. Fire proceeded from their mouth. Fire, fire, fire proceeded. Pour fire and declare fire wars. Fire wars, fire wars, fire wars, fire wars. Over and against anything that is sent to wear you out, to tempt you, to test you. Every day you are being tested. Every day you are being tested. Fire proceeded out of their mouth. Mata kabola mashambara madosa mandalaba. Mora mambara mandalaba kabara. Mama mashatabola mandalaba. Hora mandalama kasoboro mandalada. Le mora mandalama toro modeli baraba kasada. Palora basari mole dalala. Malakata valora mandalibaba. Malerio dalamande liborinda la mashabarakatalada. Fire! Fire on the enemy! Fire on the accusers! Fire on the demons! Fire on the powers of darkness! Fire against every high thing that exalted itself against the knowledge of God! Fire on the accusers! Fire on the liars! Fire on the demon powers! Fire on the devils! The demon powers of temptation and wickedness that is against my life. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, fire proceeded from their mouth. In Jesus' name, amen. Sit down. How many are going to be pouring fire on the enemy in your, in your house? Be doing it in the room. Yes. I hope God is speaking to you. How many feel that God is speaking to you? Yeah. Once you put aside lying, acting, and a conscience which is seared, you have a sensitive conscience. It means you are not listening to devils. It says giving heed to seducing spirits. They speak lies. In hypocrisy, and their consciences are gone. That's the first one. The second one is give no place, take back your things. Take your things back. Did you hear what I said? Take your things back. Some of you have even got clothes in your boyfriend's house. Ha! You've got a suitcase, a small bag. That you use for weekends and Saturday night fever. Saturday night fever and Friday night fever. Thank God it's Friday. <laughs> Friday bag. Throw it away in the name of Jesus. Phone numbers and all wicked connections in your life. Take your things back. Take your, your ring. You have given somebody a ring. Matara Bosha Bakabara Sandola. 
Number three, decide not to be tired. Because do you know why I said don't be tired? The devil is trying to wear you out. Wear you out. You are tired. That is why they play extra time. To see who will be tired first. Is it not true? The extra time. Look, try running. If you like, run from here to here and back and back three times. Then you see you are different from Michael Asian. They run several kilometers in a match for 45 minutes. Run here, run here. Run. You see, you, even your leg cannot even kick the ball like this. That's why they are old, small. They cannot do it again. Yeah. So extra time is for seeing those who cannot be tired before the enemy. You will never be worn out in Jesus' name. You know, a couple of days ago, I shook myself and I said, I will not be tired. Yeah, I just said, no, I will not be tired. Shake it up. Those of you who are developing gray hairs at all locations, start dyeing your hair so that you don't even... You see, when you look at the gray hair, you feel tired. When you look at it, you say, oh, now, 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 I'm old. I'm old now. Don't say that it's a genetic gray hair. How? How? Genetic gray hairs. <laughs> it's a genetic gray hair. What do you mean? At this age. And those of you who have made grown-up ladies' hairstyles. At the age of 28, you look like 79, 68, 58. Meanwhile, you are 23. Wow, look at it. You've adjusted yourself as some mommy who is coming with a cloth. It doesn't help. You feel tired. When you, when you look in the mirror, you say, yes, I'm mature. Amen. Now, we are resisting the devil. How many feel that you are somehow overcoming the enemy? Yes. And then, the last one is betrayal. Never accept to be a traitor. Like, it's the last thing you have to be before you die. You see... The Bible says in John chapter 13 verse 2, the devil and supper being ended, the devil having now put into the heart of Judas, Simon's son, to betray him. Do you see? The devil put it into Judas's heart, Simon's son. To betray. It's the devil deposits betrayal in hearts. So once, how, how do you know? How many will ever betray? Be a betrayer. What is betray? What is betray? Betray is to have somebody who trusts you with all his heart or all her heart who trusts you and rests on you. 
only to find out that you are the person's enemy and that the person has been fooled. You see, like Delilah, she told, Delilah was a hairdresser, and she told Samson, you know, rest. Rest. Do you see? Relax. Not knowing that she was good at hairdressing. Yes. Or jail. jail. Is it jail? Jail. Yes. The commander of the Syrian army or whatever, Cicera, came to her house. She, she gave him milk. She said, come, let me comfort you. Rest, my lord. She hugged him and said, ooh. Ha, oh, Oh, be after me, I'm available for any man. So, hey! JL said, Charlie, I've got jackpot. Rest and sex all in one. And food, three. Three in one. A three-four cord is not easily broken. That's the scripture he was quoting for himself that day. When JL rested, a Cicera rested. This is a gentle woman who has been kissing him and licking him and sucking him. At the same time, making stew. Stew from the pot with specially boiled rice mixed with butter. Hey! Not knowing that she had, she was a carpenter. She had nails and a hammer. Now listen, even oh, I don't know anybody here who would be able to take a nail eh, and hammer a nail into somebody's head. It, it, it takes a certain type of person. But when Cicera met her, he was completely taken in by her. Said, oh, my darling, come. I've heard of you so much. You know, I, I, I read your uh, articles, Cesera, and then the news. I'll be, oh, I'm on it. 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 The devil having put it into his heart to betray. That betrayal thing is a devil, always. That's why Jesus said it would have been better that he wasn't born. Oh, yes. He shouldn't have come. Anytime you lose a baby, you start bleeding and the baby comes out. It is Judas that's come out. It would have been better that he's not born. It's okay. It's okay. Let him go. Let him what? He should go. You never be told by someone, I trusted you. <sighs> One man, he was approached by uh, these people. You know? He told me, he said, What will I tell my wife when I go home? 
What will I tell my wife? I cannot do that. Wow. Think about it. That no one should ever point to you and say, I trusted you with all my heart. Look at what you've done. In Jesus' name. You don't understand the preaching, you see. It's on to you. So I've given you four things to combat, to fight back. And are you going to fight back? Number one is what? Eh? You are not going to listen to devils again, isn't it? How do you know you listen to seducing spirits? Anybody who tells lies is what? He's listening to demons. Yes. And hypocrisy, isn't it? He's listening to demons. And what else? Conscience. No conscience. He's listening to demons. Number two, what are you going to do? Give him no what? Place to the devil. How many are taking your things back? Yes. Go for your pictures. Say, I bring my pictures. Give me my pictures. Go for what? Your pictures and what else? Your letters. Your sweaters. And your weekend bag. Your ring. Huh? And the gifts, the gifts that they gave you, send all back. Go and burn them. The what? They gave you a car. Return the car. And stop taking taxi. Your sponge and your towel in the man's house. The house they gave you, take it back. I don't like your house. I'll stay in my one room. And your what? Yes. The phone. And the money, the money they gave you. How cheap is your love? How cheap is your love? How cheap is your love? 200 CDs. Don't you know that 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 gift you got of 200 CDs or 100 CDs or 50 CDs, it was a payment. Should have made it 200 euros at least. How you performed. One sister told me when I used to follow people's husbands, I used to perform. She said, when I know that he will, I'll perform extra. I'm not telling you a fairy tale. I'm telling you a testimony. She said, I'll perform extra because I know that when I do extra, I'll get extra. Wow, local. Extra. And what is the fourth one? Give no place. Don't be tired. Ah, will you be tired again? No, 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 no. Don't be tired and number two, don't be depressed. Let me tell you something. Depression is an evil force because I know depression. There are many times I've been depressed. You may not know. I've suffered from depression. Feeling of hopelessness. 
about many things, different times. It's not a good think, way of thinking. And I, I recognize it when it comes. Yeah. Because there are many funny things. You know, you can easily feel, lose hope. But it's a dangerous way of thinking. Before you realize you've taken the worst decision of your life. Never be tired. Huh? Yes. You'll be fighting. I know I'll be fighting. If the Lord blesses me to be 70, I'm sure there'll be a new orangu. But it will not be you. I'm sure there'll be a new, a new orangu with new things. I hear he's not here today. I said, I hear he's not around. I hear he's not watching. You can't even imagine what somebody, what somebody's going to A 70 year old man, you are still criticizing. Hey! You see, but that's why we also have to have a mind that me, I'll never be tired till I lie down. I'll fight. I'll fight back. Hallelujah. And number four, never become a betrayer. Yes. Always think of the people who trust you. Yes. Think of what? The people who trust you. Think of what? The people who trust you. That alone can keep you on course. If Judas had thought of Jesus, how Jesus loves me. Jesus loves me. This I know. For the Bible tells me so. Little ones to him belong. They are weak, but he is strong. When, when Judas thought of Jesus loves me so much. Thought of how Jesus said, you are the ones who are going to be with me. You are the ones who have been with me through my temptations. He was there for every meeting, including the Last Supper. It didn't seem to mean much to him. So, the way Jesus loves me, the way Jesus trusts me with the money. He really trusts me. <laughs> Look at what he has left everything for me. He doesn't even ask me questions. How? How can I steal? How can I steal? How can I do this? The man is like a fool. He trusts me. He has left everything for me. The difference between Judas and Peter. Peter rose. Peter was weak in the moment. Peter never attacked Jesus. You know, everybody can be weak, but you may not lift your hand or your mouth to go against the one who loves you. When you go against the one who loves you, you are a betrayer. 
You may be weak and fall, like Peter and all the disciples did. It's different from attacking the one who loves. So you love me and you hold a knife. I love you. I know, I know you love me. Have you not watched a film like that before? Plenty. You'll never be called a betrayer. In Jesus' name. It's the commonest. It's the commonest. I'm sure in the political parties, and you see a top person, he's actually from the other party. They'll be in the cabinet, they'll be in the meetings. That's why sometimes you hear innermost things. You hear it in the news. It has come out, cry. <laughs> you never be someone who people can say, ah, Mommy, trust me. Mommy, trust me. Daddy, trust me. I will not do that. I can't. Never. In the name of Jesus. And with these four points I've given you, the enemy is going to lose control over you and over your destiny. Yes. All demons which have felt free with you, they're going to notice when you call, when they call, I can't get you. When I say I love you or I this or that, it doesn't work anymore. When you do this, it doesn't work. Satan has lost control over you. I declare that to be so from today in the name of Jesus Christ. Can I have an amen from somebody? This, this lady over here in the blue, is it, will you say amen? You. You. Stand up. You not say amen? You not say amen? Hey, say amen. That's what I was looking for, amen. I was looking at you. Are you thinking of somebody? Is there any issue? There's no issue. Okay. Everybody stand up. <laughs> how many are glad that the devil is losing control he's losing his grips every alligator crocodile that said I will never and by the way I have good news for you I've watched some crocodile films and even though they caught some zebras and some whatever, some of them escaped. How many have seen the animal escaping and coming out of the water? You are escaping from every crocodile's mouth. In Jesus' name. There is a solution. Yes. For every demonic problem that has plagued your life. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Every pornographic captivity is losing control over your life in the name of Jesus. Every unstable relationship factor in your life is losing control over you in the name of Jesus Christ. Lift your hand and pour fire over, over the enemy in your life in the name of Jesus Christ. Declare fire burns all wickedness that rises up to frustrate you oppose you and wear you out in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth lift your hand and pray 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 
Mamakata, Mamakata, Malikatuba, Mandigavesto, Mandibaristala, Malogasta. your ropes, I bend your ropes I bend down your chains I bend down all forms of captivity that you have over my life, I lose myself from every chain, every linkage every rope, every captivity by fire by fire, I declare fire proceed from my mouth against all forms of alligators dragons and serpents every grip on my life is lost right now in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Hallelujah. Now lift your hand like this. You are free. Father, thank you for freedom. Freedom. Freedom from powers of darkness. Freedom from wickedness. Freedom from the devil. Freedom from every demon that is in your house waiting for you to come back home. In the name of Jesus when you go back home, the devil will bow to you. Every form of depression, weariness, tiredness of the fight is broken now in the name of Jesus Christ. Father, thank you. Thank you for your gift. Thank you for every freedom that is released. Thank you for a great door and effectual that is open. Thank you for showing us the adversaries we overcome them right now. We bend them down. We bend them down. We bend down the opposition. We bend down the wickedness. We bend down the enemy. Marasata Bakabada, the fortresses of darkness. We bend them down in Jesus' name. And we declare freedom. Freedom has come. And we lift our hand and we say, Thank you. That whom the Son shall set free shall be free indeed. Receive real freedom. Receive real freedom. Receive real liberty. Receive real deliverance from the power of God, the grace of God, the power of God. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, we give you thanks, Lord, for all that you have done for us. Thank you, Lord. In Jesus' name. And as every head is bowed and every eye closed, if you are here today and you want to give your life to Jesus, to be set free from the enemy, from darkness, to light, you want to come, then lift your hand. I'm going to pray with you specially. I want Jesus to come into my life. I want Jesus to change my life and set me free. God bless you. Lift your hand like that quickly. Pastor, pray with me. I want God to set me free by his power through the blood of Jesus. Then lift your hand right now. God bless you. God bless you. God bless you. God bless you. If you've lifted your hand, you want Jesus to change you, to save you today and wash you with his blood. I want you to lift your hand again and come to me in the front here. Come from the back. Come from upstairs. Come from the side. Come from wherever you are standing with your hand lifted up. Pastor, pray with me. I want God. I need Jesus. I want God to change my life. I want God to change me and make me a new person. Come on, my friend. Come quickly. Come. Come all the way. Come from the back. Come from the side. Come to Jesus.
to you today. Come to God. You're watching on television lift your hands at home lift your hands quickly and say jesus say jesus please forgive me for my sins i open my heart i receive jesus as my savior and my lord please write my name in the book of life thank you jesus for saving me today i love you jesus I thank you, Jesus, for what you have done for me. Have mercy on me. Close your eyes. Say, have mercy on me. Cleanse me. Wash me with the blood of Jesus. From today, I repent and I receive Jesus as my Savior and my Lord. Please write my name in the book of life. Thank you, Lord for saving me today in Jesus name I pray Amen God bless you listen all of you who've come if you are watching by television this is a great day a turning point for your life Amen Amen it's a turning point for your life you are turning around today for Jesus Hallelujah and you will never be the same again you will never be the same again because today is a turning point for Jesus. Lift your hand, let me pray for you. Father, save these ones and change them permanently. Let them be your children forever and ever. Let them never fall away, but let them be your blessed, beautiful, lovely children from now. I thank you, Lord, in Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Amen. God bless you. You may go back to your seat when we close. Or are they going with you? We are giving you a book. What's happening after what? After. Okay. As soon as we close, you come to where the tracks are parked. And it's going to be an amazing time. Amen. Take your bread. We are going into the blessing part of the service the holy healing now no matter what news you hear about corona virus or any disease by the holy bread and the holy communion may you be healed forever how many believe that any part of you that is not working through today's holy communion healing is coming into your body i believe it lift up your bread 
Father, thank you for sending your son Jesus to come and die for us as we open our hearts to receive the Holy Communion. This is your body which was broken for us. Bless it, O Lord, and heal us through this amazing body of Jesus Christ. Let all viruses run away when this Holy Communion goes into us. Let all cancers dissolve when this Holy Communion goes into us. Let all pain and types of pains disappear when this Holy Communion goes into us. Let all death sentences spoken against us be reversed when this Holy Communion goes into us. Let any bad thing that is present in us be reversed and become a good thing. In Jesus' name I pray for healing. Now let our hearts be healed of every sorrow, every psychological problem in us. Let it also be healed because of the body of Jesus Christ. The body of Jesus Christ. Now take the blood. Lift it up high. Father, let this wine on this drink turn into the blood of Jesus. Whatever mistake you have made and sin you have been involved in, all forms of hypocrisy and seared consciences, through this blood, May it be wiped away. Receive a new start and a new beginning through the blood of Jesus Christ. A new start by the blood of Jesus. Now lift your hands for your blessing. May you ride on a horse instead of walking. May you fly instead of walking. May you go higher instead of going lower. May you increase speed instead of going slower. Whatever represents a rock or an obstacle in your life. May the Lord grant you grace to go around the rock to go above the rock to make a tunnel through the rock whatever it is the rock will not hinder you from going forward anymore whatever has slowed you down by power and by grace increase speed right now in the name of Jesus be healed of every plague be healed of every deadly plague every disease, 
every viral condition every life-threatening problem be healed in the hospital be healed at home be healed of every diagnosis every frightening diagnosis i dispel the fear the fear the fear of tomorrow the fear of the unknown the fear of death the fear of disease in the name of jesus receive health receive grace to live many more years in good health and to cross 70 years with ease may this blessing be upon you lay your hand on your stomach right now may anything in you that is not working begin to work may any part of you that is not well be healed right now be any diagnosis that is coming up in your belly and in your life be reversed in the name of Jesus receive power receive healing receive restoration receive recovery by the power of God in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth the blessing of God overrides all forms of curses that are in your life any crisis that is receiving an exacerbation or a is flaring up in your face I rebuke the crisis as Moses spread his hand over the Red Sea I stretch out my hand over the crisis and the storms of your life and I say peace be still and part your ways that the children of God might go through unharmed may you escape unharmed may you pass through and survive May you escape drowning. May your enemies that are chasing you be drowned in the waters behind you. May all your accusers be cursed in the name of Jesus. Let the accusing voices be accursed in the mighty name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Now lift your hands. Thank you, Father, for a blessing ah, financially, health-wise, and family life family relations every lonely person will be visited every lonely person will be healed of that loneliness every hopeless case will receive hope now by power by grace receive hope in your hopeless situation receive help from god may the lord lift up his countenance over you and reverse his anger against you may the lord smile upon you may the lord be cheerful about you may the lord be excited over you instead of angry over you in the name of jesus christ now lift your hand and thank god for all these words the prophecy you believe is the prophecy you receive may you fly instead of walking may you increase speed may you increase speed and go forward and increase and overtake and rescue everything that was lost out of your hand give the lord a shout of amen god bless you god bless you for listening to this message Visit www.daghewardmills.org today for more audio and video messages, information on upcoming events, and so much more. Make sure you subscribe to this podcast to receive new messages every single day. And remember, God has not given you the spirit of fear, but of power and of love 
and of a sound mind.